Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Driver Podcast. My name is James Rea. I'm an automotive writer for Bay Area News Group, and I edit and publish the website, theweeklydriver.com. I also have a new newsletter that's, um, I think I'm on two months now of the new newsletter, which is available for subscription, free subscription. And our podcast, of course, is also on the website. My co-host is Bruce Aldrich. And today we have on, uh, without reservation, I will say our favorite person, I think she's been on four or five times now, it's Julie Blackley, and she is an analyst with iccars.com. And in the COVID-19 world, um, uh, the website, the business has put out a couple of really interesting studies lately, and that's why Julie is our guest today. Hi, Julie. Hello. Thank you very much for having me once again. You bet. Well, the, the study that we'll start with is a, an interesting study about mm-hmm. um, when manufacturers shut down production of 2020 models, uh, mm-hmm. there are an amazing number of 2019 models still available. And the study that you released uh, uh, showed some surprises and maybe some not so surprises in, in that list. And that was a, a really nice study to have. But number one, um, a kind of a dubious honor for three Dodges to be on that list. So, Julie, why don't we start with um, the reasoning behind the study, what you guys mm-hmm. uh, determined, why it's important, and uh, what's going on with um, the world of 2020, 2019. I'm going to have a 2021 car next week. So, yeah, a lot's going right. on. A lot's going on. Right. So, we've done this study in the past, and last year we did it in August, because August is typically the time where a lot of manufacturers roll out their vehicles for the next year. But this year, we wanted to do it earlier to see, you know, what kind of effect the production shutdown had on, you know, um, new car production and what the inventories looked like. And also, um, in advance of Memorial Day, which is a popular new car buying holiday, and you know, a lot of the manufacturers have crazy deals right now on new cars. We wanted to put the study out to inform buyers that when they're thinking of new cars, that it's not just 2020 models. There are also tons of 2019 vehicles that are on lot on the lots. And in many cases, they bring more deals than what the 2020 models are offering. And Aside from some of the vehicles that may have had redesigns, there really isn't a difference between the 2019 and the 2020 model. So it's worth looking into if you're going after a new car um, to consider a 2019 version. Yes. Um, As you say, in a nutshell, being a large inventory of 2019s makes them potentially a very good deal. Exactly. So, you know, the dealers, dealers are desperate to sell cars right now. Um, given that they were closed for a while, we all know that car sales have taken a tremendous hit. So um, on top of the great incentives and deals that these car offer, these vehicles offer, you're likely to be able to negotiate down even further. If you look at uh, the number one on the list, the Dodge Grand Caravan, uh, I don't know sales numbers in general terms on a regular basis without the COVID-19 crisis, it seems that that car is suffering a little bit in recent years anyway in terms of decreased sales. Number one, is that true? And in a normal 
year, uh, whatever normal, you know, back in the day, uh, a few months ago, um, did that car have, uh, in usual years, a big inventory left over anyway? Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, the first thing is that the Dodge Caravan, it's been around for about, I think it's 35 years, and it's being discontinued after this year. Yes. So that goes to show that, you know, it isn't popular. Um the Chrysler minivans have kind of taken over, um, you know, for the FCA portfolio in terms of popularity. They haven't redesigned the caravan in a long time. It's very dated. So um, they decided, obviously, to discontinue it. And as a result, um, they didn't really make, they didn't make as many 2020s. And the 2020 version, they don't meet I believe it's emission standards and in some major states. So you can't even get a 2020 version in Massachusetts, New York, California, and in other large states. So it makes sense that there'd be a lot of 2019s in those states, you know, um, since they're the only new vehicle that Dodge has. And I do know that they had a significant decrease in sales last year. So that's another reason why the 2019s are in abundance. I didn't know the manufacturers were making any vehicles that weren't 50-state compliant. Are there other vehicles? I, mm-hmm. Right. So I, I was shocked to see that. And, you know, when we ran the data and saw the 66, I believe it's 66%. Um, yes. So of the new Dodge Caravans that are out there, 66% are from 2019. And that seemed like a huge number. So we did our research and realized that that was why, and, you know, it, it makes sense. But I, I believe that's the only case um, where, you know, it's not compliant, which seems, I mean, in this day and age, it seems a little odd, but. <laughs> yes. time, time for it to die, and it sounds like it is. <laughs> it sounds like based it's, on all it's the going inventory. pretty quick, yeah. Right. Uh, in, in that particular instance, uh, if you're in Sacramento or if you're in on the East Coast where you are or if you're in Texas and you know, wherever you may be, um, I guess California is a bad example, but another state, and you go to a dealership and you say, I'd like to have a 2019 uh, Dodge Grand Caravan. Uh, Have you heard from anyone that they've had luck finding them, number one? And number two, if can you correlate the percentage to the volume? In other words, are there 50,000 of these around somewhere or are there far fewer or a lot more? So, um, in terms of the methodology for the study, we, yes. we eliminated low volume cars. I'm not exactly sure what the threshold was, but yes. we set it high enough where, you know, it's not going to be difficult for consumers to find. Um, and obviously these are all while inventory is available, but there were a lot of 2019, um, still in the marketplace. Um, and sorry, I lost my train of thought here. That's okay. If you go to a dealership, could, can you find them in the, in the States where they're allowed or can, are there, have you heard any numbers? People say, Oh yeah, I called the guy up and they had had 10 on um, the lot. We, we recommend, you know, people look, um, online first. Yes. So, you know, um, on like Fiat Chrysler's website, on Dodge's website or on search engines like our website, you know, just type in. Um, the model year and see where it's available. So maybe you have to travel for a deal, but there should be one, you know, in close proximity to where you're looking for. That's a great point. Uh, these 
websites called like I see cars. <laughs> they Boy, do that right. for you very, very easily. Thank you for saving me, Bruce. I really uh, took a tumble there, for, <laughs> but I, for, I forgot. So thanks, Bruce, for that. <laughs> so if we looked on I see cars, how about if I rephrase it? What what will we find? Right. That there there are a number of them, and even if you look on Dodge's website too. Um, so there are, in, I guess I'll back up a little bit. Like there are instances where it's harder to find yes. some 2019 vehicles and that manufacturers are mainly advertising the 2020 deals. But if you dig a little deeper, you do see that there are 2019 still available. But in these cases and most of these cases, the vehicles on our list, the manufacturers are advertising the 2019 version. So that means that there's a lot of them. Great. And we did find a significant number on our site as well. Now, uh, Julie, you also broke these numbers down actually in a number of ways, but one of the segments mm-hmm. that I liked was the, uh, the the actual segment of vehicle. In other words, electric vehicles, right. sports cars, pickup mm-hmm. trucks, et cetera. And uh, mm-hmm. number one, the highest uh, remaining inventory was on electric cars. Right. Yep. So, um, they're just not selling and price of gas, you know, that doesn't help. Right. Exactly. So, um, that, that definitely plays a role. People are short sighted. They see that gas prices are very low right now. So maybe they're not going for electric vehicles. And also for the segment, there aren't that many of them. And a lot of electric vehicles aren't exactly the quickest sellers. So they take the average down. And the the second segment on there was sports cars, um, mm-hmm. people losing their jobs maybe or not feeling exactly. good. Their, their stock portfolio is in the tank. Exactly, right. And you're, that shows that they're not likely to buy you know a car that's not going to be their daily driver. So that shows some practicality on people's part. <laughs> and then then the third one, I don't know, uh, pickup trucks. Maybe that's because business mm-hmm. businesses aren't using them or they're you know they don't need to buy them now they're not they're sitting right um however pickup trucks were of of all the segments that that were hit um from COVID 19 pickup trucks did the best because um you know people still need them for work but there are some pickup trucks like the nissan titan that's on our list um that aren't very popular but in the case of pickup trucks, the proportion of 2019 is high because there is a shortage of demand for the 20 for the 2020 vehicles. So that plays a role for pickup trucks. I, I, say, I saw that the pickup trucks is, is Nissan Titan, then the Ford Ranger, right. Ram 1500, and surprisingly right. the Ford F-150, which is right. bread and butter. Right. I I, right. I always make a joke about the the Titan that you know I've driven it and a lot of people have driven it and it's not a bad truck but when you name your mm-hmm. truck after a god you better be a damn good <laughs> truck otherwise it's a curse you know it just can't be that good right. you know <laughs> um, uh, um, looking uh, further into that list uh, mm-hmm. one thing that surprised me and maybe it should maybe it shouldn't is that you know Honda is a very big selling vehicle a uh, uh, manufacturer mm-hmm. all through the lineup you know from the fit to to um, mm-hmm. the pa- odyssey and others but the the passport is on that list and is there some background or was it surprising to you that that car was uh, among 
that had the, had the dubious on, in, on that list of, of dubious right. low sales. What was up with the passport? So the passport um, last year was its first year to market. So, you know, cars that debut um, typically aren't high sellers. Um, so it didn't do as well as Honda thought it was going to do. And that was illustrated um, at the end of the year last year. Honda was having crazy incentives on its 2019 models to try to move them. So while it was a highly rated car, I think that maybe they possibly made too much and it didn't sell to the extent that the manufacturer thought it was going to sell. I see. Another uh, uh, category you have is SUVs. And mm -hmm. top of the list was a Dodge Journey. Yeah. <laughs> I almost laugh when I hear that. <laughs> you see a lot of those. <laughs> Not so much, yeah. And then the Audi Q7, right. expensive, big car, VW Atlas, then the Mitsubishi mm -hmm. Outlander. So these are all the not real popular cars, or they have a lot of inventory right now. Right. So the Volkswagen Atlas, that was one of Volkswagen's most popular sellers, but I think they made too many. Yep, that's probably what it 20, got down the to. The 2020... Yeah. The 2021 is already out on the Atlas too, so that further make, will make dealers want to get rid of the 2019s. Right. Yeah, and there's got to be some buys out there. You got to go to IC mm -hmm. Cars and check this stuff out. That's right. I, I was just when we, usually what we do, um, I'll stop and get us a couple of cups of coffee, and I went to this little place to get coffee, and, and I know that the couple who owns this place has been looking for a car. So since I had what we were doing today on my mind, I said, "Hey guys." Um, uh, check check out IC Cars because I just did this story on these 2019s and the the couple's eyes lit up. You're kidding? I said no. They're gonna they're gonna dump these things. Yeah. And uh, so maybe they'll I'll um, when I drive through tomorrow or the next day I'll remind them or I'll send them an email that they should check things out because uh, have you had anybody comment like you know you were so right we we went to get a car we were thinking about a 20 we got a 19 and we saved four thousand dollars have you had any response or feedback not not yet generally we we do have have some comments i, I haven't seen any mm -hmm. um but ho hopefully we are helping consumers out uh julie every time you guys do a study uh and we've touched on a number of them through the recent years uh, do you, does anything still surprise you when you, when you, you know, when you crunch the numbers and you guys, uh, do these things and you think, well, that kind of made sense. They're not a very big seller or that kind of made sense because of the gas mileage or, uh, longevity, whatever the study is, did anything jump out at you in, in this particular study? Um, the, the Atlas surprised me. Um, the passport surprised me, um, and think what else um i i knew going into it about pickup trucks how there's a shortage of 2020s so i thought we were going to see more pickup trucks on the list um that that's what comes to mind um i mean obviously the green caravan the 63 percent um really surprised me to the point where you know at first i questioned our data then immediately when we looked into it like oh that makes sense so yeah i think um the top you know the top vehicles on our list the high percentages surprised me but once we looked into them the explanations made sense 
Yes. I'm not sure I'd want to dodge caravan, but there might be some deals. <laughs> you on could those almost they almost pay pay you to take it away. I mean, my goodness. I know. <laughs> so. Sadly, I, I I think I probably should you know cross over to a minivan at some point, which I'm resisting. But <laughs> yes. I still don't think you're not there yet. Okay. Not the caravan. <laughs> yeah, your your kids aren't. You're not quite a soccer mom yet, I guess. Nope, not yet. Not yet. Okay. And um, we haven't really had to go anywhere. So that's true. I, I forgot. Of course, no. that's the most important thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although uh, where we live, we've had some um, restriction. Uh, some lim- uh, the limits have been uh, loosened a little bit. So this morning, I sat outside at a coffee shop, and I think barbers are now open, and some other things. I don't know about your state, but but California mm-hmm. seems to be um, shopping malls and things. I, I'm st- right. we're yep. not going to go yet, but uh, some people right. are, and then there's been people who have. Uh, called and, and said, well, I saw somebody doing something they shouldn't have been doing. So now police are kind of making the rounds and they're, it, it's just still pretty wacky. I don't, I don't, yep. I don't, right. can't put my arms around it. What, what about just out of curiosity where you live, where yep. your family lives, what's, what's happening in your world in that respect? So, um, hair salons reopened this week, nail salons, can't imagine going to get my nails done, but yeah. right now, but to each their own, um, Things are slowly starting, you know, to open up. Um, car dealers don't open until June 8th. So yes. Massachusetts has a four-phase a four phase approach. We're in phase one, yes. which is, um, yeah, like some some businesses, but not all of them. Sure. Well, uh, that, that gets into another area that you have. Yes. By metro areas, you have it broken down with the uh, right. highest percentage of 2019s. And Cleveland, mm-hmm. Ohio, Boston— Number two, Phoenix, Chicago, and our neck of the woods, Sacramento, Stockton, is uh, number 10 on the list for the most amount of, uh, well, you tell me, (laughs) it's the the highest inventory of 2019s. Yes. Yep. So, yeah, we wanted to do something so people could know, like, what's happening in their area. So this, this shows that, so the number one, Metro with the most inventory, we we have Greensboro, North Carolina. So that means that they still have a lot of 2019s on the lot. That could be, you know, uh, the result of the 2020s not coming in from dealerships being closed, or it could also mean that they didn't sell a lot of new 2019 vehicles. But either way, there should be a lot of deals there. Uh, now, Julie, the other study that uh, it's even more, I, I'm using the word niche, but that's probably a little bit unfair, <laughs> but it is the other study that you did that ties into the mm-hmm. COVID-19, and that is the, mm-hmm. if I'm saying this correctly, the yep. time frame of vehicles staying on the lots mm-hmm. uh, available or online as well um, yep. from one month to the next, and the decrease in percentages mm-hmm. of, of um, the longevity of some of those vehicles that are that are not being sold. If I, maybe you can say it in a more succinct way, yep. but anytime I see Tesla, anytime there's a little bit of an easy target to go after them in our little small way, we, they're, 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 they've had um, some relatively uh, poor numbers lately. So tell us, explain the second recent study that you've done mm-hmm. and how it ties into um, our current world. So we wanted to do a study to measure the effects of the coronavirus on car sales. So this this study um, focuses just on used cars, and at the time when we did it, you know, pricing 
wasn't really available. So we kind of racked our brains to think, think how we could measure, you know, what the immediate impact was. So what we came up with was measuring how quickly used cars sold. So we took a 30 day window before the coronavirus happened. So we did February to mid March. And then we compared that against mid-March to mid-April, you know, while the shutdown and social distancing was going on to see which cars had what we refer to as the greatest slowdown in sales. So which cars had the biggest changing of the biggest change of selling within 30 days, which is typical for a used car. And lo and behold, it was... (laughs) Mr. Yep. Mr. Musk so the, and his wonderful machines. Yeah, what were like the top yep. five? The, 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 yep. So the the top one was the Tesla Model Three. So in the first period that we measured, seventy one percent of the inventory sold within thirty days, and then when we measured it during you know the lockdown time, only forty seven point four percent sold. So that's pretty much a quarter difference. And that was the biggest difference that we saw. Yeah, that's huge. Of all the that's a big. That's a big difference. It, it is a big difference. So um, we attribute that to a few things. One being gas prices are really low, so people might not want to buy electric vehicles. Another thing, um, the Tesla Model Y is coming out, so we think that people could be holding out for that. Um, also. The inventory of the Model 3 isn't isn't very high for used models, so there could have been some delay in people getting, you know, the vehicle that they wanted, which could result in it not selling as quickly. But no matter how you look at it, they did suffer in terms of sales um, during that period. And rank number two is the Toyota RAV4 Hybrid, which is commonly a very fast seller, at least in 2019. There were inventory shortages because they were so popular. And part of the reason why is because the hybrid version isn't that much more expensive than, you know, the traditional gas version. So, you know, if you're going to look at a Toyota RAV4, it can be easy to decide to, you know, buy the hybrid for the gas savings if it's not going to cost you that much up front. But maybe um, in these days, people might forego the hybrid because gas prices are low. Um, the third was the Volkswagen Atlas, which is which we discussed as a popular vehicle. But we think that it could have to do with the fact that there are such good incentives on the new versions of the Atlas. And since the car came out in 2018, there are only late model used versions available. So why not buy the new one with you know, all the great incentives, which probably isn't that much more expensive than buying, you know, a two-year-old used one. I see. Yes. Julie, I, I had this weird vision when, with you, all of the statistics that you have and all of the knowledge with your colleagues and, and the man who founded the company not too many years ago. When you guys could have company get-togethers, did you mm-hmm. go like go retro and wear um, 
plastic pocket holders with a bunch of pens in it? Or is there a modern version of, of what you do as a numbers cruncher? I mean, it's just so interesting that you do all this stuff. What's the modern, Dave? Do you bring an old keyboard or, or are I just making some stuff that's pretty silly, I realize? Yeah. But. I mean, we, we did do virtual reality for our company outing. Yes. <laughs> okay. Around the holidays. I think that, that could speak to that. Um, yes. You know, it's me and a bunch of engineers who know far more about things than I do. Um, they love, you know, riddles and math problems. That's not really my forte, but. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, they, we, do, we do love numbers and statistics around, around where, where we are. Does, does uh, IC Cars, is it coming out with any new, uh, I don't know, widgets or improvements or something to the website or. Not that it uh, needs and, any, and, but I mean, it, it, yeah, right. it's, but so but it is. It is. We are always we're always looking for feedback. Um, my husband once was was looking for a car, and he noticed something um, that you know the site when you were looking for a specific. You could only search for one vehicle color at a time, and he was kind of frustrated by that, and. We, we told my boss that, and then the change was implemented within days. So we're, we are always looking for feedback to, you know, improve our site. We have a dedicated team of engineers that are always, you know, working to improve it. We always, we, we have two apps that we're constantly updating. We're always rolling out updates and taking, you know, feedback into account. So if you have any suggestions, don't okay. hesitate to let us know. I bet your husband got a lot of lot of uh, spousal points for that uh for that uh, wisdom of his, at least that one time. I mean, that, right. I, I mean, my boss listened to him. I guess he expects me to listen to him. But <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> that was a nice change of pace for him. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, uh, Julie, it's um, thank you for our episode number five with you. I, I, I think it's that's accurate, and it's always great to get caught up with IC cars. We suggest people take a look at it. It's It, it takes a full day to go through and see all the stuff, and I'm still amazed that there's so many – um, sometimes you hear about a study and it's, you know, a thousand people and you think, well, what's mm-hmm. up with a thousand people? It doesn't mean anything, but you guys have right. millions and, and right. like they think 1.3 million or whatever it might be. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a, not, it's not a random study. It's, well, there's it's, studies on everything. Too. There's studying on everything. So find it's something interesting. To right. Yeah. So we want to, uh, thank Julie Blackley once again, um, from iccars.com. We, we feel like we have a friendship. Uh, maybe someday we'll meet the three of us and your husband and your kids and our wives. Right. It, it, it just oh, we just want a free study. We just want a free study. Yeah, free study. <laughs> You're so, always welcome yeah, yeah. in Boston. In Boston, okay. <laughs> I know Bruce did the Boston Marathon a few times years ago, yep. and I did it a couple of times. So oh, we, yeah, back, I've, back. Done, I've done it too. Oh, congratulations. That's great. Um, Thank you. You as well. Yeah, it's been, a, um, I don't know, 10 years. I did the 100th from, was the last one. I was yeah, 96. I, I, I didn't know Bruce wow. all that well then, but we knew each other. I, we always there as well, 96, and with uh, 38,000 people. Always a great town. I oh, it's really great. Go to Lobster afterwards and all that yep, good stuff. Boston is fun. So, um, And you do speak a little bit. You have that way of pronouncing O's. You know that. It's great to hear that <laughs> that bo- Boston, Boston accent. So. <laughs> Julie, thanks a bunch. We, again, suggest everybody uh, go visit iccars.com. It's the website with the best URL name ever. And uh, thanks again, Julie, as always, and, and best to your family. 
My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. Take Thank care, you, Julie. Take bye care. bye now. Bye.